0: Welcome to the Pilgrim's Odyssey, your guide to life's wild ride. I'm your host, Silwan Green. Every day we share incredible stories and valuable lessons on life and faith. Thanks for tuning in and make sure to share this odyssey with your friends and neighbors so all of us, together, can let our light shine. Let me hear you say it, Pilgrim's Odyssey fans God, team, fun, no I. That's right today is basketball summer coaches day. We kick off the summer getting ready for the next homeschool basketball season. Talking about what we want to do over the summer. How are we going to prepare for the season? Looking at last season, excitement is in the air. It's full of hope and possibility. And my theme for this year, and I think it probably will be for years going forward, because I've always looked for a little slogan or phrase that could stick, and I think I like this one. God, team, fun, no I. God, number one in everything you do. God wants you to work hard. He wants you to be a good teammate. He wants you to take the victories and losses in perspective and I want you to remember that everything you do is a reflection of your faith and what you believe. Secondly, team. Team first. Put your teammates first. Always ask yourself, what can I do to make them better? What can I do to make the team better? And then lastly, fun, because if you put God first... If you always ask yourself, what can I do to make the team better? What can I do to make my teammates better? You will have fun. Because rather than being driven by selfishness or unrealistic expectations for yourself or having friends and family members and other people in your head, you will be focused on the things that matter on a basketball court and one might argue in life, God first, and then team, the other people around you, and no I. Sports is no place for selfishness. A team is always better as an individual, especially in youth sports. You know, one thing I don't like about how youth sports has evolved, and you probably don't like it either. It's like it's become this platform that parents and kids think, well, this is how I'm gonna get my kid to college. And not only does it take away the team aspect of it, and I think, but it creates these unrealistic expectations because most kids aren't gonna get to college. And not only that, the ones that do, honestly, the thing I've learned over the years, it's more about things out of con- parents' and kids' control than it is things you can control. Sure, you wanna play in college, you gotta practice a lot. But if you're six foot 10, and you can jump out of the gym, you don't got to practice that much. You're going to play in college. And I know because I've known those kids. (laughs) I've known kids that size playing in college and they never touched a ball. You're six foot four and you can jump out of the gym and you practice enough to shoot threes pretty good. You're going to have a chance to play someplace. Heck, you're six foot two and you're athletic and you practice marginal amount. You, you got a decent chance to play someplace if you're really athletic and by athletic I mean you can like stand under the basket jump up and dunk but if you're six foot and can't jump heck if you're six foot two and can't jump if you're five foot nine uh you could practice eight hours a day shoot the ball out of the gym you ain't playing in college now there's exceptions to that rule all the time but they're the really really athletic ones and see, parents aren't very realistic about that because I don't care whether it's homeschool basketball or public school basketball. What's the size of most of the kids playing? What are they going to be? Well, first of all, look at their parents. <laughs> They're going to be, you know, five foot eight to like five foot eleven and a half for the most part. And there's a lot of reasons to practice hard because you can be a good high school player at that size. You can be part of a great team. You can learn so much about life how hard work pays off, how teamwork pays off, but you ain't playing in college. And so if you don't, it ain't the coach's fault. It's not your teammate's fault. It's not where you're playing fault. It's just something that you can't control, which might I add, is another good lesson to learn for life. Now the thing I love about sports, I love about days like this, is because these are lessons really for all of us, isn't it? It's not just basketball. It's for you and for me. It's for keeping our perspective. God needs to be first. Do you make God first in your life? Do you start your day reading scripture? Do you start your day praying? Do you end your day praying? Do you walk around saying to yourself, hey, my actions right now are a reflection of my faith. If I really want to share my faith, I'm not going to beat somebody over the head with a Bible. I want to make sure they see it in how I act and how I treat people. Secondly, do you put team first? Do you put your family first? Do you put your coworkers first? Do you put your society, your community first? Are you always looking around and asking yourself, what can I do to make my family better, to make my friends better, to make my community better? Because there's no shortage of opportunity to do all of that. And then lastly, are you having fun? Because if you're not having fun in life, I would guess you're probably a selfish person. (laughs) And everything's about you. And everything's about how you feel and how it's going for you. And because all those things I just mentioned are kind of out of our control. We can't control God. We can't control the people around us. That if instead of trying to join with them and make them better, we're just trying to focus on ourselves. You could have the whole world. You could be the richest man in the world. And you're probably not really going to be having fun. You're going to be searching for fun you're going to be doing things that maybe in the moment they seem fun. And then after a while, they're not so fun. And then you move on to the next thing. So if you're having fun, you're putting God and team first, and then you're having fun doing the right things. And then you're not worried about I, you're not worried about I. And then what's the result of all that? I think, especially in our world, where there's a whole bunch of people that want you to have unrealistic expectations. Do this and you'll be happy. Do this and you'll grow hair. Do this and you'll have $5 million when you retire. Do this and you'll be pretty. Do this and all the girls will like you. Do this and you'll be a family that everybody wants to see on Facebook and Instagram. And see, when you start measuring your worth by unrealistic expectations, that are not focused on God, team, and fun, you get yourself in trouble really quick. You know, you might want to be a rock star, but if you can't sing in tune, it probably ain't happening. You might want to be a movie star, but you're not, you have a horrible memory, <laughs> you can't remember lines, you're not very attractive. And you're not willing to move to California and be poor for a long time before you do it. And by the way, that that usually is a lot of things. We want to, I think a lot of times, unrealistic expectations are we see something and we're not ready, really willing to do what it's going to take to make that happen. And we don't really understand how much that happened. And not only that, we don't understand how a lot of things in life are just luck. So how do you best manage unrealistic expectations? Well, you focus on the things that you can that it doesn't matter who you are or how smart you are or how pretty you are or how athletically gifted you are, you can surely focus on God. Nothing's gonna keep you from making God first. Nothing's gonna keep you from being part of a team. Everybody wants a teammate. Everybody wants something that, somebody that says, you know what, I'm willing to do whatever I need to do. If you need me to, I mean, think of how many basketball coaches, NBA college, that weren't even great players, got there because they were willing to, if you need somebody to organize the film, I'll do it. If you need somebody to clean the towels, I'll do it. If you need somebody to stay late and shoot with that player, I'll do it. You know, they were willing to be part of a team. They were willing to do whatever is necessary. And then they were able to meet some pretty high expectations that probably wouldn't have happened if they hadn't done those first two things. We need more of that in a world that it, it is anything but a team sometimes. It's just a bunch of disconnected people who have their priorities on the wrong things. And you do it, and I do it, and you know you do. How much of a priority do you make your faith in God? How often do you start your day and say to yourself, what's the best thing I can do for my family today? What can I do to make my community better? What can I do to be a better friend? And are you having fun? Are you getting to the end of your day and you go, man, that was a fun day, that was awesome. Because if you're not, maybe you should look in the mirror and go, what am I doing wrong? If you get to the end of the day and you're just tired, and you're like, oh, what did I do? Something is out of perspective. Something's wrong, something needs to change. And one of the things that probably needs to change is you're so focused on yourself, on I, and how you feel and what you're doing and how people let you down and how people don't make you part of the team and why isn't God doing these things for me that nothing's going to meet your expectations and you're probably never going to have fun. So my friends, join my team. That's right. Join the Pilgrim's Odyssey team where I can promise you this. Even when we fail, even when we fall short, even when I am not a good example, (laughs) I will try to put God first, team second, fun third. And as much as I can, remember that this isn't about me. It's about you. Giving you something you can look forward to every day to get a little jolt of hope, to go out into the world and get some while keeping your eyes focused. the things that matter. And how do you keep your eyes focused on the things that matter? You aim high at the right things. God team. And then you'll be able to spread your wings. And here's the cool thing. When you do that, you fly to places greater than you could have imagined because God and life and your friends put you where you need to be and sometimes it might seem like it's a little luck, and sometimes it might seem it's through a lot of hard work, but man, it is an awesome place to be. And that is where I can assure you, you will find peace. You've been listening to The Pilgrim's Odyssey. Make sure you comment, share, and like this podcast so all of us together can let our light shine. For books, videos, and more content from me, your host, please visit Silouan.com. That is Silouan, S-I-L-O-U-A-N.com. Until your next visit on the Pilgrim's Odyssey, I'm your guide on life's wild ride, Silouan Green.